Good love our gracious queens Are true and religious queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host... United United Queendom. Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. Doggy did a boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Doggy did, doggy did a boogaloo. Ooh, that what would is be a nasty. boogaloo? I don't know, but it would take a lot of cleaning up. I'm not sure if you'd want that. <laughs> it sounds that. like such a horrible word. It sounds like a growth or some sort of... It's it's like know. it's I think it's like a um, cause RuPaul does say talk about it. It is because there, there was a, I used to go to a club called Electric Boogaloo, and I have there's I have a, a DJ friend whose name is Stu Boogaloo. Boogaloo and, Stu, I know Boogaloo Stu. Well, there you go. Just ask Stu about his Boogaloo. Well, I don't know him. He used to be at Q Bar Boogaloo Stu at Q. Uh, but I didn't Boogaloo know Stu at Q. Who knew? <laughs> it's true. Ru knew. <laughs> We said we weren't going to do any tangents, and then we've immediately oh, dived into a tangent. Right, um, I've realised that the last two weeks we forgot to do a spoiler-free POV. I haven't had any feedback that anyone was enjoying it. I don't know if anyone's listening to the spoiler-free POV. <laughs> but um, did I like this episode? Um, yes, I liked this episode. Are you, wait, are you, asking, your, are you asking yourself a question? <laughs> you, know I'm, you know I interview myself sometimes. I've done it in the local paper, and I'm doing it now. <laughs> I really want to hear what I have to say about this. Um, I, really I really don't like my attitude right now, frankly. <laughs> what would you give it a rating out of 10? Sorry to I'm going to give it an eight, 8 out of 10. Well, you know that our, our current pattern is to match matchy-matchy. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to match you on an 8 as well. Yay! Welcome to 8. And spoilers from here on out, although there were actually... Not even it wasn't no really spoilers. Much, it was, it was and really not much of a POV rating. either. <laughs> but you got all the Boogaloo Stew chats. I mean, that is priceless. So that'll, that'll um, keep you until UK versus the World, which is our last episode recap of that, which will be out on Thursday. And I hope you've all now joined the Patreon and listened to the full interview with Juju B. Because if not, well, you're a twat. Um, and but also we are um, we're putting up an interview I did with um, the Boulay brothers. brothers. Yeah, the Boulay brothers because their live show is um, starts this Sunday in um, Clapham Grand. I'm going with David actually, um, and I mean the fact that it's in Clapham is a bit of a fucking ball ache, but never mind. I know Clapham, but um, yeah, I mean that'd be fun. I'm gonna dress. I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up like you know, put on my old new rock boots and stuff, my Camden styly. David will be mortified it'll be great um and then yes yeah, so look so you're gonna take off all your yeah. makeup and that'll be fine <laughs> and just go barefaced yeah but yeah no i did a, i did a, i did a quick interview with them um the sound isn't great i'm not gonna lie you can you can really hear my big voice but um they do say some interesting things about how um oh they said how yeah they thought that once once drag got to tv mentioning no names that they thought it was quite dangerous how loads of rules were suddenly in place and like you know as in like drag kings you couldn't have drag kings or trans or da 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 and they said they thought it was quite dangerous so I thought it was quite interesting oh coming for Rue 
They're probably there was a few no sh- there was a few shady moments. There was a few shady moments, but um, you can listen to the full interview and you will hear for yourself. And well, the tour Rue starts is a this patron, Sunday, so she will hear it. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the few, actually. <laughs> Um, so last week, Kerry Colby left uh, so she could go do her white dancing somewhere else. <laughs> Old white lady dancing. <laughs> <laughs> she died doing what she loved, white girl dancing. And Jasmine Kennedy is sad she sent her home and she says, oh, I feel like I did something wrong whilst doing something else wrong because she's holding her wig on w- manually with her hand, which is not how wigs are meant to work usually. Even I know that. <laughs> it was just like hanging off and like she's so skinny she looks like basically a mouth on a stick holding up a wig I mean it's just bizarre that should have been her drag name mouth on a stick holding <laughs> up a wig Kennedy um, but Kerry did leave her legacy in, which was inspiring the whole cast to be trans because now we've got Willow Pill we will be we you we you yes another so so this is the most trans um cast members I mean did they all wait to, to get cast before they came out as trans just in case or I think this is the most is just... trans people that have ever been in one room including actual <laughs> trans support groups so I mean this is just <laughs> it is catching um, and so who who's our prediction for next I think um... who's left Angeria maybe George Georges jo- oh god yeah Georges she's next um, definitely. So, place your I have bets. to say, can I, I know you said no tangents, but I'm just going to say this very quickly, that I did get into a, um, an argument with this guy on, um, on a news channel. We were just, like, having a bit of a tete-a-tete, and he was saying how there has just been an influx of, you know, transgender, non, non-binary kids, etc. but because they're being taught it, do you know what I mean? So, you know how you said, oh, it's catching, la di da da So, it's like... I think people, maybe especially kids, like they think, oh, maybe that's how I feel because they find out that that's a thing. Do you know what I mean? Which is, I think, maybe. So I think so definitely if you're on the fence and you are like, you know, Bosco or Jasmine or Willow, when you see someone like Kerry, who's amazing um, and glamorous and like and owning it, do you know what I mean? You maybe you think like, well, yeah, I can I can do it, you know? And then you see a lip sync, you think, actually, no, I don't want to be trans. Um, <laughs> you, it's like it's like it's like the Little Mermaid. To be trans, unfortunately, you will have to lose your dancing abilities. What's that word again? Oh, trans. <laughs> um, no, but it's it's great representation. People complained for years that there weren't enough trans queens on the cast, and now we have many. Mm. So mm-hmm. there's not only positive things to say about that. And um, congratulations to Willow Pill, who will be taking lots more pills now. Yes. And not so positive is Bosco saying that she shot, thought that Deja should should be in the bottom last week. So I'm glad it's not just me because I also wasn't hearing the um, so-called singing talent we were being fed to believe. But Jasmine and Deja no. are the only ones who haven't won a challenge. And I wrote in my notes as I was watching, I don't think either of them will, but then... One of them, I thought, could came very close to the win this episode, so... I thought they should have won it. A lot of people are thinking that. I did agree with the eventual win of this episode, but I... When... Because Deja's group went first, I did think there's mm. no way she's not winning, but then, mm. obviously, Bosco came and pretty much hit it out of the park. Smashed um, out of the park. So, what did you think of this photobomb mini-challenge, which they also did in season seven, so it's a bit of a... Um, I actually quite liked it. I, th- I thought it was quite... I mean, like it would have been It would have been nice if there was con- some consistency in, in the original pictures. Do you know what I mean? Some were, like, red carpet, some were funny, some were this and that. Like, they, they, should, they should have all been, like, paps or something. That's what I, th- I thought. But, um, yeah, I thought Willow was a really good winner. That was really funny. But I actually thought um, Deja Sky should have won because that... 
fucking whole get up was just uh, actually made me laugh out loud. She was like a freak. Yes, that was very funny. So she was robbed all over this episode, really. She really was, that's what I mean. Like, you know, she she did well on all three things she had to do. I thought she was, you know, one of the best, if not the best. Um, but Willow won doing another character. And I actually think that she is relying too much on these quirky characters now. Um, I am liking Willow, but I, I wish she'd just kind of... I think it's a bit of a crutch, to be honest. Um, what to do, funny characters? Having a good sense of humour, I just feel like she's really just... That's a bit of a gimmick. Um, <laughs> Stop making people laugh with your funny voices and your funny uh, and your funny outfits, because um, I'm just not having it. I don't know what it's got to do with drag, you know? Oh, looking beautiful, that's so cliché. Um, so <laughs> now they're doing drag con panels, which they did in season 10, so a lot of recycling this episode. And Willow gets to choose her team, um, and the theme is menses. So you, Sam, could could have talked about David... Oh. Well, I first, I first would have, th- I, I, f- I first have thought that it was um, like menses, as in you know the, um, the discharge that comes out of that comes out of a lady when she's on her period. Yeah, so I thought, oh, why is that a whole episode? But it's like menses, so I just, I you know, I guess stylistically funny or something. But uh, yeah, there's no, there's no to talk about. I just, I do want to point out that I just thought it was. Um, Really fucking super cute that Willow Pill like chose Deja Sky straight away, like as a first pick. It's a, you know, it was I a just... pity choice. And also if I think it was so that um she would not be the weakest on her team. Little mm. did she know well... Deja would steal the spotlight. No, I don't think so. I th- I think she would have thought that that was a that, that was that was a good pick because she's you know she would probably have her set for the moderator and also like you know she's personable she's quite funny and and she just did really well in the mini challenge. I don't think it was pity. I yeah, think she actually right, thought sorry. she was. I I think I think she. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I think she was good, but I also thought that um that Deja was expecting to not be picked uh, like because she's not in the cool gang. Do you know what I mean? And uh, she's got I thought it was nice if we don't build. Let's be honest. <laughs> Yeah, she does, especially especially because she still had that had those tights on her head. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely had picked last. I think she got left with the leftovers, which is Georges, Jasmine, and Bosco, which she kind of did. But I loved her calling Jasmine an energy vampire because that's. Um... <laughs> I know she's such a bitch. Yeah, um, but it's true, isn't it? Do you know, do you know what people used to call me though? <laughs> Who is what? They used to, they used to call me a limelight vacuum. <laughs> well, no, because you, you, yeah, you take the limelight for yourself, but you don't like suck it into nowhere. You, you yeah, suck for yeah, yourself. Yeah, I guess so. Famously. Guess so. They also use it. They, me and my friend always say when we used to go clubbing, we'd do uh, the Hornado as well. Which was, <laughs> which was, I know. I, do you know? I can't do it without showing you. I'll, I'll well, show you. I'll show you how to... sucked up your bum because of the spinning. <laughs> it was spinning and blowing. I mean, That's there was, how a, we it met, was a whole thing. I, just got, I felt this gravitational pull, and the next thing I knew, it was up your ass. <laughs> you were sucked into a limelight vacuum. <laughs> um, George just doesn't know what moderator is. But oh, bless George. She really is thick. Yeah, but no, but that's not. Um, that's not her first language. Well, I mean, it's a good job she's pretty. That's all I'm saying. Um, but Jasmine wants to be the moderator, and it's quite an awkward moment where it's just like, oh, the self awareness isn't there. Like talking is one of your. Biggest... But also, Deja's so mean. Deja, Deja, yeah, die. Sorry, Dia. Dia's so fucking mean all the time bitchy to everyone. Face, yeah. She really does. Bitch, mingy, bitchy face. I, I'm so sick of it. So sick of it. I think she's forgotten they're being filmed, bless her. But um, it's making. No, you're being such a cow. So we had Deja 
talking about she doesn't talk to her father. He left when they were 14 and her mum is bipolar. And then RuPaul, after she says all that, goes, oh, wow. So who's been to DragCon? <laughs> it's like she didn't even... <laughs> Don't have time for this. Well, I, I when she was saying it, I was like, oh, God, Deja's going home. They're getting a story out. But then the fact RuPaul swiftly moved on made me think, oh, maybe they're saving. I don't know. <laughs> can you can I, can I just pop, put a pin in that for later, please? Because you're not going home just yet. All I'll right. pretend to care about that next week. Thank you. When you go home. <laughs> um, I'm going to say blah, blah, blah. Um, self-sabotage, blah, blah. Inner saboteur, blah, blah. Uh, fine. OK, can't. And we get the inner saboteur thing with Camden. And she says she's scared of, of looking stupid and... It does feel like we have this conversation every season. And I think Camden, I don't think she is like that because she's really gone for it in all the acting challenges, mm. being quite silly and yeah. out there. So I feel like sometimes yeah. they're just giving them what they know Rue wants when they don't even feel it. Mm-hmm. But then Daya and Jasmine, they start bickering in front of RuPaul. And Daya's like, sometimes I want to bash her head into the concrete floor. And it's like, Ooh, bit bit too far, chicken. That, that, that sounds a bit like GBH slash murder. So not really sure you should say that on cam. Yeah, that will stand up in court. Um, but the they'll probably they'll probably they'll probably like <laughs> Dave's diabetes will probably like you know hate fuck Jasmine behind the scenes. Oh God, that was not an image I needed of a of a Monday or oh, Tuesday. If we're being shut your oh, <laughs> shut your mouth up now, and I shut your mouth up now, you fucking slag. We'll edit that out, man. Thank you. No, I'm joking. It's fine. Um, and then RuPaul is just, as ever, like, swooning over Georges. It's so obvious how much she loves her. Um, so it does feel like Georges will not be going home anytime soon. No. Um, but I do think the joke, the jokes in the workroom are what I make in this season. Because there's not actually that much drama. But it's, it's always it's becoming, like, the funniest part of the episode, I think. Yeah, well, there, was, there wasn't, this is what, like, I did put a note, like, there was, oh, I'll speak properly in a minute. I did put this in my notes, how they, they, not, not a lot happens here, but they just sort of, like, have banter, but it's quite, like, nice banter. Like, Camden is really funny, I think, because um, I watched Untucked as well, and she's really funny in that too, just, like, naturally amusing. Yeah, definitely, much like us. Um, so it's that British sensibility, that North London vibe, well, me anyway, North of England for you. <laughs> Uddersfield for me, which um, Uddersfield emphasis on the udders. <laughs> talk about my man boobs like that. Um, so on the runway, Don't talk about my mum's tits. <laughs> we get um, speaking of mummy tits, we get RuPaul in a silver dress, <laughs> which I thought it was a big hit. Oh, a big old hit for this. I thought it was, this was the best she's looked all season. I thought it was beautiful, and they even gave her a gasp, which I thought was good. They gave her a good gasping. And we um we also get Nicole Bayer, who we get a, a lot of um funny women of colour on the guest panel these days, and she I think is my favourite. We do, um, and she you know, she said something really funny in Antarctica as well. Actually, she was well, we like, watch um, it, actually. Uh, well, I I watched it. Was it good? I actually watched it today while I was on the um on Toilet. the elliptical. <laughs> no, in the gym. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> I've hurt my back. I couldn't go to the gym if I wanted to. Thanks for reminding me anyway. Thanks. Um, so, no, she says, uh, Nicole Byer says, that some, one of them said, oh, yeah, you were like a regular judge on the last season. She goes, well, no, I was on it twice. She was like, she was like, you're probably getting me mixed up like many people either do if with Lonnie Love. <laughs> and, then, and she said that some women were standing in front of her with a picture of Lonnie Love going, hi, Lonnie. <laughs> and T.S. Madison. I mean, it sounds like... A fan getting everyone confused would be racist, but I mean, they there have been a, 
like yeah. a lot of um, big black women on the panel, which we love to see. But I mean, it can mm. get confusing. It can. We just have to try harder. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the groups on the panels. So there's Deja's um, group first. Who did you think was a standout? I mean, we've kind of said. Oh, I, I just love this. I mean, I know they talk about it, but I just thought it was. I thought it was just really good. I thought, um, I thought Angeria and I thought Angeria and Willow were amazing. I thought uh, Deja Sky was like just held it together really well, and it was and was sweet, but also funny and like kind. I mean, Camden was a bit shit, uh, but then got warmed up a bit, then made jokes about the fact that she said Blake Lively instead of Blake Shutter, which was funny. Do you think she did that and on purpose? I don't. I think so. I think so. Um, but, um, yeah, I thought the, I thought the whole, the whole panel was really strong, really, like, the, the topics they picked as well were really emotional, um, and, you know, and I think especially, specifically Willow spoke really eloquently and, um, said some things that were actually truly quite interesting. Willow was amazing, but yeah, Deja mm. kind of did that as if that was her normal job, like, she mm. really seemed to... I mean, it did actually seem like a very good panel, not just like, yeah. you know, when we say things are good on Drag Race, we, like an acting challenge, but... Yeah, yeah, and there was, yeah, totally, yeah. Whereas this was like, oh no, this was very good. Um, and I related to Camden's story a lot. Um, which which one? I've actually forgotten what the story was, it's just in my notes. I made the notes <laughs> on Saturday. But apparently something Camden said I related to. Maybe, <laughs> was it about being English? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I know... Was I, it know about... it was, I know what it was about. It was about her dad, um, her worrying that her dad would not love her if he knew she was gay. And then eventually, yeah. once she came out to him, she realised that was all in her own head. So, like, that kind mm. of thing really resonated with me. That was it. Uh... Oh, totally. But I do think that is true in general. I think um, people's fears over what, especially in the past, over what someone was going to say was so much worse than the actual truth of it. Like, like I think what Cameron says is you you have to trust, especially a father or a man, trust in the love, as in like you know, you know, trust that they'll just be able to get over it. And and because it's not because especially nowadays, like having a gay son, it's nothing t- for a man to get over or to feel bad about or anyone to feel bad about. It's just it's just a thing, and you would be proud of them. However, it's better that way around though than if you think, oh, my dad will be fine with it, and then he goes mental. I'd rather have the. <laughs> Low expectations, pleasant surprise. So. And, then I got, and then I got horribly beaten and passed around as friends. <laughs> well, that sounds good. Um, what about Bosco's group? Well, this is the thing, right? So, um, and I do think Bosco was a worthy winner, but this is why I do think Deja should have won, because um, it was like she was the star of the show. Like, she did have loads of really good bits and was really funny, but it was like, um, it was like... I mean, it, obviously that is in comparison to how drab the three of them were talking about stuff. And she did give them chances to speak, but I think a moderator's job is maybe not to outshine everybody, which I thought, which I thought she sort of did. Do you know what I mean? Oh, she definitely outshined everyone. But I mean, it is Drag Race, so you do have to take your moment. And if you're yeah. going to outshine them, make sure it's very well done. And her jokes were like really well thought out written jokes. Delivered oh yeah, amazingly. they were spot on. Makes yeah. me very excited for her in like Snatch Game and any of the comedy challenges because I mean, mm. she really brought a m- sophistication and great comedy chops to this challenge, and I was very impressed. Like I, I've noticed she was funny in some other challenges, but she really um, surprised me with how good she was here. Very smart and um, just really nailed it. 
Obviously, Jasmine, oh, no, 100%. Jasmine talked too much, but I mean, she managed to not say much, but still always feel like while she wasn't saying a lot, she talked too much. And that's in a way quite a unique <laughs> skill, but not very useful. <laughs> it's it's quite like rabbiting on. Like, I mean, so I did I did I did a piece on um, something the other day on talk radio or I can't remember what it was, but I listened back to it and. There was, I was talking for like a whole two minutes and it was going round and round in circles and by the end of it, like, I stopped and then everybody else sort of like looked at each other because I'd made no sense at all. I'd talked around in circles. It was just like talking for the sake of talking and it was nonsense and that's how I feel with Jasmine. Just like... It's, that's how I feel about this podcast. It's, it's just like, bab- it's like babbling and then you're just like, what, 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 did you say something there of any, you know, of any insight because I certainly didn't catch it. Yeah, she doesn't say anything of value. So even when it's a short snippet, it feels quite long. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and day and diabetes was shit. Di- I don't even remember diet, but that cannot be a good sign. But I think she was exactly. more middle of the pack. She looked I, good. I agreed with the bottom two this week for sure, Georges and Jasmine. And um, oh, so let's get into the runway, which was shoulder pads. Great, mm-hmm. um, great runway category. First out the box. Is that saying? First out the box? First out the gate? Uh, yes. First out the gate. Gate. Um, Deja pip Sky. To, pip, to the, pip to the girl. Pip to the box. No. <laughs> Pandora's box. Um, Deja wore a white <laughs> Chanel. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It was... I almost Massive gave it, hit. I, maybe I'm giving it... I'm even giving this on my next one, the hit of the week. I think I'm going to give it to Deja because I think she's the only one who really ran with the theme and I think it's the best she's looked all season. So my hit of the week. Uh... Yes, I didn't have it as my hit of the week, but I could I could definitely be persuaded um, when I tell you who my hit of the week so is. So the one I gave it to in my notes is Camden with the Nutcracker. But I liked the idea because it was quirky, but then once she took off the head, it, it like wasn't really that amazing. But I still liked it, and she did something different. And Oh, she looked gorgeous, didn't she? She looked gorgeous. A hit for this one. Yeah, and you know, she's she is my favourite Camden, so that's just where we're mm. at. Mm. Um, oh, I think your hit of the week is going to be Willow Pill. No, it wasn't. Um, I did think this was, this was a hit, but I agreed with the judges that the shoulder pads should have been crazy and she could have done something crazy with the shoulder pads. This was just like a, a suit. I totally agree. I loved this look. I gave it a hit, but um, it wasn't really on theme. And it, you usually mm. tell how much people like the queen or not, the judges, because if they're not on theme and you don't like them, they act as if you've killed someone. And if they like <laughs> you and you do it, they're like, oh, but I don't even care, Willow. It's fine. It's not on theme, but I fucking love it. Well done. Like, whereas if they don't like them, it's like, it's not on theme. It's a disgrace. What are you even doing here? And then shoot them like squid games halfway through critiques. Yeah. Very Shoot them that. with squids. Um, I didn't... Well, no, I gave it a hit, but Angeria's houndstooth patterns. Um, I, I don't think it's This was my hit of the week. <laughs> See, I love houndstooth. I wish the outfit was just all in houndstooth, but, but I thought the clashing patterns didn't complement each other that much like they either needed to be more different or they need to be more patterns i do agree with because i love but i think she set a really high standard and a lot of her best runways were at the beginning so i think it's mm. she seems to be on a fashion decline well i don't agree i loved it that's why i gave it my hit of the week i mean it was quite it was quite jimbo-esque um in its you know in in the monochrome aspects but um i thought it was really well fitted it looked great and you know it was supposed to be big shoulder pads and they were big oh they were they were they were um what did you think of <laughs> bosco with her like neon blade runner look 
Well, this is also a hit. I've just given so many hits, and so well, they're all hits so far. And this was another hit. I I really liked it. Like, um, it was very Blade Runner. It was, you know, you know, manga. It was futuristic. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I mean, obviously, I do get what the judges say when they said it was a bit simple underneath. Which again, but I've but the glasses and the color, I just loved it. I gave it a hit, and I I thought the judges were a bit harsh because yeah, the underneath was simple, but the coat was like the the main mm. piece and that was more like it was a bit of a fashion thing yeah. so fashion thing god i'm so good at talking about fashion it's a fashion thing you're saying i gave my shit of the week to georgis with her blue pom- me too <laughs> i don't adore her pompadour i thought it made a look frumpy ill-fitting i did like the fabric but also it was not fucking shoulder pads so it wasn't shoulder pads it was puffy sleeves and um that's what they used to call me at college puffy sleeve <laughs> what, because you had an also like a wizard sleeve? <laughs> and I was a bit firm. I mean, obviously I've changed now. I've gone a bit wrong. <laughs> Back then. I, what, also, also what I didn't like about it was the fact that um, it was open at the front, like, but without, like, um, with, with a really flat boy body, it looked like her front was a back. <laughs> yeah, it looked like a comedy outfit, like, oh, let's look like a geeky yeah. old 80s woman. Yeah. But actually, she was trying to look good, and I think that's quite sad. But at least it wasn't a bodysuit. Um, actually, it was kind yeah. of a bodysuit. What did you think of Jasmine in her neon look? Oh, I gave this a hit as well. I loved it. It was, um, like, I mean, it was really different for her, actually. The wig was great. The acid yellow was just, like, like really stand out. I, I, I really liked it. I um, I actually, yeah. I mean, it was between her and Diabetti for the, for the bottom two for me. I mean, I think they were both as bad as each other. Um, well, I mean, this is probably one of the best Jasmine's looked, but for some reason it still felt a bit off for me. I don't know if I'm just, I just feel like she doesn't have good taste and she just doesn't put things together very well. I don't even know what Mm. was wrong, if it needed a belt or it needed a different hair, but it just felt like, I liked the colour, but she always just seems to, mm, I'm not living. Um, and then Daya with her Mad Max look, I give a bit of a hit because she looked good. Oh my God, it's literally written in front of me, bit of a hit. (laughs) God, we are just one mind if that these days. It was diabolical, um, but, it was, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. Um, <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it was. It wasn't great. In fact, it wasn't really very good at all. I think. And also, stop with like the half head thing going over one side. Like she keeps doing very similar looks, and you know, I just wasn't there for this one. And she should have pulled it out of the bag. At least this, Jasmine's was way better. So that's why I thought Dyer should have been in the bottom. In fact, I'm going to say it should have been George and Dyer. We spent the first few episodes all saying Dyer needs to stop being Crystal Method. Now she's doing her own look. We're like, no, we don't like this. Go back to Crystal. <laughs> Um, it's not Crystal Method enough for me, so I don't like it no more. But I I love you calling a diabolic, and I'm going to do that for the rest of the season, because <laughs> my, my grandma used to have this friend that, I mean, I hate to say this word, but she used to bully her, and she... Um, what? what? Hey, your granny used to bully the friend? Yeah, my friend, oh, her friend God. Margaret had uh, diabetes, and she used to call her a diabolic all the time. Um, <laughs> my grandma had a very wicked sense of humour, um... Luckily, I didn't get it from her. But why do you think it's bullying, though? That's just doesn't that just banter? Oh no, there was a, there was a lot more to it than that. That was just. A <laughs> no, she, oh, I want to hear good, about that. I friends. want to hear about that. They were good friends, but you know, so, um, she they could be quite have a quite a dysfunctional relationship. But yeah, she'd always call her diabolic, and now I'm, oh, right. I think we should do that with Di- Di- Betty for the rest of the season. <laughs> Diabolical Betty. I know. Well, I still want one of her Ardesia to go home because I'm sick of all these D's, and I don't usually say that. Oh. <laughs> 
So Camden and Nigeria. These, these coming from every side, and I'm, normally I'd <laughs> love it. have been sucked up Hurricane Sam, the Hornado. <laughs> um, so Camden and Nigeria are safe, which I thought was fair. And then RuPaul's saying to Willow, you get more and more fierce every time you come out here. So I, I feel mm. strongly that Willow is going to end up winning at this point. Oh, wow. Winning the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, but, that, but that performance, that, I mean, that round table, whatever, whatever you call it, was uh, the panel was, I mean, she was amazing. She was like, amazing. I think she, she could have possibly won if she'd have done a better, um, a better runway. She's been great almost every week. And Angeria was yeah. similar until recently. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Rue said to Bosco, you were born to be a moderator. And I was like, <laughs> George just gets born to do drag. You get, you were born to be a moderator. But Rue loved those blue blue references. And even though none of us know what it means, that is, we can put that on your list, future contestants. If you want to impress Rue, say Boogaloo. And it doesn't even have to make sense. And it will work. Impress Rue, say Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. They tell Jasmine she didn't talk enough. So this is the first time for everything. And they do keep saying she looks old. And I agree. She She's a young girl and she looks fucking ancient. Very Alyssa. Oh, that was funny. And they said she looked like a... Um, like, like a magician, like an old woman magician. <laughs> yeah, and I wish she'd make most of her runways disappear as well. <laughs> make yourself disappear next time. So Bosco gets her second win, which is very well deserved. Um, and then they had to put Dyer in the bottom, because I think cause everyone did pretty well on this challenge. I know you think she deserved the bottom, but I thought mm, she was pretty I solid. Do. So we knew it was going to be Jasmine and Georges, and we've kind of been hinting at this all season, because they're both strong lip syncers. So I was like, if this is a ballad, I swear I'm going to lose my shit. This better be a good dance song. While it wasn't a full ballad, Etta James, Something's Got a Hold On Me, is not the right song for these two. They could have really been a Evie versus Brooke mm like, legendary yeah. lip sync. And instead, I yeah. feel like they squandered it. Mm. But they still did their best. And what did but you because, think? Because their people have been waiting for this. Um, I mean, the cast have been waiting for this. Yeah, for this show for ages. So I think they could have they could have come up with a better a better song. I mean, it was a really good song um, for lip syncing because you could do lots of funny thing with funny things with it. And they were both and they both had good moments where they were both really funny. So, I mean, that is obviously that's why. They both did so well because um, you know they both had shining moments. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes even like for example with Jujubee in UK versus the World, she won the lip sync because she, there were like two maybe moments where she did like funny movements and stuff, and it's whereas they both had on this. Well, I thought George just wanted to be honest. I found her. I, oh. I thought Jasmine was a little <laughs> bit messy. I did like her split, but I thought George just was more in control of the performance. Well, everybody says that she's got quite a messy split. <laughs> Well, I just thought, and I didn't think either of them slayed it that hard, to be honest. I didn't think it was really worth a double chante. I get, because there wasn't much in it between them. I get why it was. But it's like, we've already had a week, the other week, uh, Daytona wins where no one went home. The first two Mm. weeks, no one, the people who went home came back. There was another week, um, and we've got the chocolate to come, so no one's going to go home that time. So it's like, there are a lot of episodes... I mean, we are now 10 weeks in or something and we've still got... Like a- no, we're nine weeks in. Next one's episode 10, so there's four... I think there's four more episodes, isn't there? No, I think there's going to be way more than that. They've still got all the fucking queens there. It's crazy. Like- <laughs> so, I mean, I'm enjoying the season, but Jesus Christ, are we going to wrap it up at some point? Hopefully at some point there's going to be a double sachet because it cannot continue like this. But f- at least, <laughs> finally, we have Snatch Game next week. And Yay! I'm- Oh, did you just fart? 
No. What's that? It was the, it, it was the Daytona wind. God. You got so excited when you cheered about Snatch Game that you farted. Oh, my God. Oh, I just <laughs> laughed and a pop came out. Oh, so bad. Thank you, Sam. I needed that. You know how stressed I am. Um, and it, they're making Willa look like she needs to be stressed because she is doing Drew Barrymore next week and they make it sound like she's bombing. But I think it's a misdirect and she's going to win. So I don't think they would. Because the thing is, like, you can do you can do Drew Barrymore really well. I mean, I think um, Chloe Feynman does it really well. Do you know Chloe Feynman? She's in she's in SNL and she does some really good impressions. I don't. But um, um, if someone else does her really good as well. Does a good Drew Barrymore? Oh, Sarah Paulson does it, doesn't she? Mm. So um, yeah. So you, it's it's one that you can do really well. So I don't that if it was if it was bombing, why they wouldn't tell us now? I think that would be far too obvious, wouldn't it? Yeah. Speaking of yeah, which, I've yeah. got a spoiler about UK versus the world. I won't spoil it for you, but I accidentally clicked on something, so I know who the top two is. But I will pretend... No, don't tell me! Yeah. Oh, you want to know? No, don't tell me. I know. I hate these spoilers. I, it, it did say spoiler, and I still clicked on it, so I guess it's my fault. <laughs> He's very good. You, you guess it's your fault. <laughs> well, you know on the internet, sometimes you, you click something before you've thought. You're almost doing it on autopilot, and then... Oh, I don't know. That's like when you touch, like, a, you know, like a red ring. <laughs> I mean, Let's on a cooker, I mean. masturbating, please. <laughs> oh, you really had to go for it to get that ring red. No, but you you touch it and you're like, oh, ow, I'm hurting myself. It's like, well, you knew that was going to happen. So you didn't know that you were going to get the spoiler because you clicked on it. Well, I believe that right now we're going to have a little clip from Sam's Boulay Brothers interview. And if there isn't one, Yay. that means we haven't sorted it out. But let's hope that that happens. <laughs> I... You know, they will be there. We love you. And we Thank will you see you on Thursday for UK versus the world. The finale Denali. It's a Denali finale. Click, click. Click, click. click. <laughs> United Queendom. With other shows, etc., like we've, you know, you have AFAB Queen on this series and you've had a Drag King in the last series. Is that something that you've consciously tried to do or you've just gone for the right people who you think? This, no, this I was going to say, this stems from what we used to do, again, in the nightlife space, but this is a reflection. Our casts are always a reflection of what is actually real in the queer space. Mm. The queer world is varied, it is diverse, it's amazing, and it's, like, diversity. So we just feel like that's the real representative Mm. of drag. Like, drag kings have been around since the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, trans drag artists and fluidity and all those kind of things like when, when we threw parties or we celebrated in a drag space none of that stuff mattered like mm-hmm. we come to a, an event and there would be people from the full spectrum so when we cast we just want the best performers it mm-hmm. didn't matter the orientation or, or any of that the, you know gender identity any of that mm. yeah, i think those rules with drag are a fallacy they're sort of uh, not real you know before drag was televised those rules didn't exist so, you know backstage in a dressing room like where we would be at nightlife events there are people from across the spectrum represented there so you know it's only since it was like hey let's make drag televised mm. well what will people accept well they'll accept a guy in a dress right mm. everyone knows what that is let's yeah. do that that's drag and so you know that was dangerous in a lot of ways mm. because it sort of uh canceled out many sections of the drag world. Yeah. United Queendom.